by it, like to do something about it. Chip got the flow wide open if you got questions about it. Man, it's the show that brings you to your raw. To solve all problems, it starts with real talk. It's real talk. And here we go, here we go on this Monday. It is March 7th, 2022. This is Real Talk Memphis, and we are on the air. Very nice to have you with us wherever it is you are and whoever you are out there in uh, radio or social media land. Uh, very nice to be back with you once again. The gang is all here. We are fired up and ready to go for another Great uh, addition uh, to the big broadcast. I, um, you know, we work hard every week to try to provide a, you know, decent guest list for you. And I think uh, that we accomplished that tonight. Uh, We have uh, a few folks uh, that are going to talk about a variety of things. Uh, Our first guest in a few minutes is uh, Craig Littles. Craig is no stranger to anybody here in Memphis. Uh, He has been uh, very involved in the community for a very, very long time both as a law enforcement officer for uh, the uh, Memphis Police Department and the Shelby County Sheriff's Office. And he's going to talk to us about uh, what he's been doing uh, since he retired uh, last few years in service to our youth. Uh, you've heard of the Memphis PAL or the Memphis Shelby PAL, which is the Police Athletic League. Well, he's the man over that. And he's going to talk about uh, how uh, they are mentoring our young people and giving them another path. Look forward to that conversation. A little bit later on in the show, we're going to talk to Davina Jones. Who is Davina Jones, you ask? She is the executive director of Culture Cares, uh, and she's going to talk to us about one of her signature events, which is coming up uh, this weekend called Her Prom Closet. So we'll be talking to her. And a little bit later on, for those of you who uh, uh, like uh, have good appetites, Going to talk to Cynthia Daniels. She is the chief event strategist. And uh, this week, it actually started yesterday, is Memphis Black Restaurant Week. And we're going to talk all about that and some of the places you can go and some of the things you can uh, get to eat, all that and more. But you always ask me at the beginning of the show, Chip. And I say, yes. And you always ask, how do I get this fine piece of radio broadcasting? Well, I am glad you asked that question. Uh, there are uh, numerous ways in which you can get this show. First way, of course, is to be listening to us live right now on 91.7 WYXR on the FM side. Um, we are live. You can also go to the WYXR app and catch us there as well. Uh, we are also on TuneIn live right now. And uh, a little later on uh, this evening, if I get to it, we're going to be uh, well. We're going to be on Facebook. I mean, we're going to be on YouTube, 
And yes, we are on Facebook Live. If you're out there right now, I'm trying to see if I can't find you guys. Uh, but uh, we're on Facebook Live. And um, if you are uh, uh, in the mindset of a podcast, we are a podcast. And you can get this fine piece of radio broadcasting wherever you get your podcast uh, after it's posted tomorrow. Okay, you good? You clear? Everybody's good? Good. So, a um, couple of things before we move forward, but one big thing is uh, that we always start this broadcast by celebrating you and that next trip around the sun that you have just made on this date. So, if you are celebrating a birthday or an anniversary, I mean, a birthday or a special occasion, we celebrate you now, but we can't do it until I say, Hit it, Jack. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthdays going out to Madeline Lyles. Happy birthday, Madeline. I've known her since she was a very young lady. Uh, happy birthday to you. Carol Risher is celebrating a birthday to her uh, today, and I know her as well. Uh, and her husband, Wayne. So, uh, happy birthday to you, Carol. Uh, also celebrating today, Larry Lee Love Sr. Happy birthday. Uh, happy birthday going out to Ms. Poet Too Deep. Ronnie Smith celebrating a birthday. Pastor Thomas Murray, it's your birthday today. Happy birthday to Dwight Mosley, Melvin Rice, and Cassandra Johnson. And if I missed you or you didn't get to me, and you're celebrating a birthday today. I wish you a happy birthday from all of us here at Rio Talk Memphis. And uh, if the Lord says so, we'll see you next year. Same date for your for another trip around the sun. Thank you, Jack. Appreciate it. So, a couple of special announcements uh, today. I know that many of you are aware that it is Women's History Month. And, of course, uh, you know, I've always been of the considered opinion that women are smarter than men. And, uh, you know, they make us, they make us look good. So uh, it is a, a wonderful privilege to be able to recognize and celebrate the accomplishments of all the women out there uh, this month of March, Women's History Month. And tomorrow is International Women's Day. So, yeah, congratulations uh, to each and every one of you, because without you, ladies, uh, women, moms, uh, grandmoms, aunts, and, and alike, uh, we wouldn't be who we are. We wouldn't be where we are today. And that is a fact. All right. Let's get to uh, some news and notes, shall we? Uh, first and foremost, the governor was in town last week uh, to announce the addition of 20 state troopers specifically to patrol the interstates in Memphis. Now, that, that in and of itself should say something to each and every one of you right now, right? Um, 20 more troopers patrolling the uh, interstates in the city of Memphis means more boots on the ground. And, of course, um, the police department is very happy to have that kind of help and assistance. And if you are trying to figure out what you want to do with your life and you are thinking about law enforcement, remember the MPD is offering a 15 thousand dollar signing bonus okay so something to think about if you're if you're interested in that shifting gears here uh, many of you were aware last week uh, heard about the, uh, the shooting at uh, the Whitehaven library uh, which uh, wounded uh, three 
juveniles, two of them 11 and one of them 15. Now, the 11, one of the 11 year olds was in critical condition, but it looks like they're all going to be okay. Uh, an arrest was made. Now, this, of course, was apparently the result of a fight between three girls, uh, you know, outside of the, of the school that's right behind the library. Uh, well, apparently one of the girls called her brother uh, to come to the scene. He did, and when he came, he pulled out a gun and started firing, and he wounded these three individuals. He is uh, currently uh, in uh, police custody, a 20-year-old man, uh, brother of one of the females. Uh, there was also a, um, another tragic event uh, that happened uh, Friday night, about 11 o'clock or so, on Beale Street. Uh, a 15-year-old boy and a 16-year-old girl were shot uh, on Beale Street about 11 o'clock on Friday uh, night. Uh, the 15-year-old uh, uh, boy uh, succumbed to his injuries and he died. The 16-year-old girl is going to be okay. So, you know, once again... We're dealing with the death of, uh, of a teenager, a very young person. Uh, there are no suspects in custody that I'm aware of, uh, so the search is on for those. Um, this story <clears throat> kind of bothers me a little bit uh, that I'm about to read because I think it doesn't, to me, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Okay, so we all know about young Dolph, and we all know that he was tragically killed at Makeda's Cookies uh, a couple of months ago, right? So last week, at some particular point, the family uh, made a decision that they were going to reopen uh, the Airways Boulevard store where the incident happened, which is now a monument uh, to young Dolph. Well, apparently, once word of that got out, people in this city got so apparently enraged and upset and angry that uh, the family... Um, was concerned about their safety because of some of the threats that they were receiving, threats on their life, by the way, and some of the very nasty uh, social media posts and, and some, of the, some of the really horrible comments that people were saying about removing the monument from the store. Um, so they decided uh, the day after they made the announcement to reopen that they were not going to reopen the store because of the death threats and um, up to removing the memorial. And they just said it was too dangerous. Now, you know, we're a lot better than that. I mean, honestly, um, uh, nobody seems to be thinking about what they went through as the owners of the store who were in the store at the time that the shooting happened, um, but in trying to run a business. But nonetheless, I guess you all felt it was more important to keep the memorial there uh, than for them to reopen the store, and I, I, I don't, I, I just don't know what to think about that. I really don't. I think that's a, a sad commentary on us. Um, Katrina Robinson, the former state senator uh, who was expelled from uh, the Senate uh, a couple of weeks back, uh, has been replaced by uh, the County Commission um, London Lamar, who is a House member up there. She is going to uh, replace uh, Katrina Robertson in that position. She's resigned her house seat. Uh, so I would imagine that's going to be open as, as well. The county commission has also um, has their hands full because they're going to have to appoint someone to the Memphis Shelby County School Board. Uh, District 6, Shante Avant resigned last month to run for a District 5 commission seat 
uh, for Cordova. So yeah, they have their work. They have their work ahead of them because they're going to have to pick a replacement uh, pretty quickly uh, for the uh, to replace her as a school board member. Okay, so um, I'm going to end this on on, uh, on on some good news. It seems like maybe the show has is taking a, a taking a bent toward the, uh, the the food element of things uh, tonight. So TripAdvisor, you've heard of TripAdvisor, right? Upon your vacations, and you know you see that kind of uh, that website and everything. They have picked the five top barbecue spots, as reported by TripAdvisor. Now I don't know where they got the information from, but here we go. From five, I'm counting down from five to one, and I'm looking at Jack, and I'm looking at I'm looking at uh, Lola here to see what they think about all this. But uh, number five, they picked Rendezvous. Number four, Marlowe's Ribs and Restaurant. I think that's over in Whitehaven, if I'm not. Is it on Elvis Presley? I'm not, yeah. Uh, number three is One and Only Barbecue. Now, we know they have several locations around town, but they picked the one on Kirby Parkway. Okay. Lola's saying Perkins. Is, is Perkins better? Okay. Yeah, she said that. Okay, that's number three. Uh, one and only barbecue on Kirby Parkway. Number two is the barbecue shop. On Madison and the number one top barbecue spot um, as reported by TripAdvisor is Corky's on Poplar they're both looking at me like Jack and Lola looking at me like man you should you, you should be ashamed of yourself for even saying that but I'm just this is the TripAdvisor thing this is what they, they say pick Corky's on Poplar's. Okay, all right, that's fine. <laughs> so, anyway, we we will uh, we we'll deal with that. Now, um, two more things, and then I'm, I'm I'm we're gonna get into the show here. First of all, in sports, congratulations to the Memphis Tigers. They put that whooping on Houston yesterday, and they have worked their way into the NCAA tournament. We don't know where they're gonna be seated or anything else, but it looks like they are going to be in. So, congratulations, Coach Penny. And the gang at the University of Memphis Tigers basketball team. And before I go to break, uh, we cannot forget about what is going on across the world in Ukraine. There is a war that is raging on uh, with Russia attacking the Ukraine uh, with no let up in sight. Almost 500 civilians dead. We need to keep those folks in our prayers, please. Before, you know, because, you know, things may be going okay for you here. But, you know, remember, there are some other folks out there who are dealing with some very real life uh, and some very serious issues. With that said, I'm going to take my first break. And when we come back, we're going to get into the show. We're going to talk to my friend uh, Craig Littles, and he is going to talk about uh, his program uh, to keep our youth uh, athletically fit and on the right track. This is Real Talk Memphis. I am your humble host, Chip Washington. And we will be right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest? or have a guest idea. Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. 
WYXR's Stereo Sessions, presented by Nexair and Mempho, are your chance to explore Memphis music that you might have missed. The monthly series continues with Sam the Shams' Hard and Heavy, the soul-tinged solo project with an all-star band of Bluff City musicians including Jim Dickinson, Charlie Freeman, Tommy McClure, and the Memphis Horns, as well as guest appearance from Southern rock legend Dwayne Allman. Listen to the album and hear an exclusive interview with Sam himself in the Memphis Listening Lab on March 16th at 6 p.m. This series is sponsored by Orion, Archer Malmo, Shangri-La Records, Memphis Listening Lab, Via Productions, and is powered by a grant from Humanities Tennessee. Visit stereosessions.wyxr.org. The University of Memphis is proud to be a founding partner of WYXR. They have recently been named an R1 institution by the Carnegie Classification of Institutions of Higher Education, putting the U of M in the top tier of research universities nationally. This milestone solidifies the university as one of the two flagship public institutions in Tennessee. More information at memphis.edu. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday evening. By the way, you notice how... Quickly, the temperature has dropped. It is in the 40s now. It was like almost 70 degrees earlier today, but boy, it's cold out there now. But uh, it's warm in here, and I'm very happy to have you uh, with us tonight. Uh, before I introduce my first guest, I got to do my roll call here. I see um, my baby brother, uh, Mandrew McLaughlin, is on tonight. What's up, man? Uh, Melissa Pageant is uh, watching us tonight. Carol Jubert, she's watching us uh, as well. Now, uh, and Nikita Jones uh, is watching as well. Uh, now, Drill, I'm trying to figure out, you got three different messages on here saying you, you like Corkies, you love Corkies, and then you said you didn't love Corkies. So I was trying to figure out, so maybe you can give me an update on that a little bit later on. But uh, my first guest is someone that I have known for quite some time. He's a, re- he's a really, really good guy. Uh, as I stated earlier, he has worked in law enforcement, so his dedication uh, to the citizens of Memphis and Shelby County is unparalleled. He's worked for the Memphis Police Department. He's worked for the Shelby County Sheriff's Office. And he's involved in an endeavor, um, a lot of you know this fella, um, who um, really is involved with the youth. And that seems to be a big-time focus these days. Uh, so without further ado, I would like to introduce to the broadcast Craig Littles. He is uh, the director of the Memphis Shelby County uh, PAL, which is Police Athletic League, and I mean, there's a lot of different branches to this. We're going to talk about it in a minute, but Craig, thank you for coming on Real Talk. Welcome, my friend. Good to see you. Hey, so glad, so glad to be here, Chip. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'd like to say hello to all the Real Talk Memphis fans. I hear a lot about you. I'm so excited and humbled to be a part of this today. Well, God bless you, man. Appreciate you for everything that you've done. Okay, so now, uh, you have been involved in the Police Athletic League now, for some years and uh, for those of us who don't know for those of the listeners who don't know talk a little bit about what 
PAL is all about and what it is that you are trying to achieve with these young folks? Hey, well, you know, my program started about, as the founder and executive director, our program started about 28 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, my role models growing up in South Memphis and, and Ridgecrest Apartments and all the places I've been, my role models were dope dealers, gangbangers, and all those things. And someone found a, a, a better way for me. And when they did, my mentor got me involved in activities outside of those that engage me in negative behavior every day. Mm-hmm. So I started a program where my hope is that as an officer, that we can engage kids in an opportunity for them to learn and learn to respect officers and citizens, quality citizens, and learn to respect the, the laws that they enforce on a regular basis. So 28 years ago, uh, we started with about 25 uh, athletes and about five uh, cheerleaders. Uh, now we serve over 2,500 kids annually in our programs of our intervention, education, mentoring, discovery, sports, and nutrition programs. That is uh, that is uh, an amazing um, tally and total in 28 years, and uh, the amount of young people that you serve. And there, and you mentioned it there in that first little piece about there. There's many levels to this. I mean, there are also yeah. you know you're talking about being mentors, which I think is a, is a, is a, is a huge thing, and, and 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 giving these young people different experiences. Talk about how important a component like that is especially with what's going on today. Well, going on today, you know, back in the day, we used to be able to go outside and have fun, come home when the, come home when the street lights came on. Right. Nowadays, we're stuck in a house. Mm-hmm. And I think that has led a lot to the disrespect and misunderstanding that communities such as ours and, and, and young, younger generation have when it comes to respect of adults as well as law enforcement officers. So now what we try to do is engage them. And uh, we believe that if, if kids see officers and positive role models such as yourself out of uniform with a baseball cap, clipboard, or a whistle, then they learn to trust and respect them even more. So as a kid, that was engaged in me, and I tried to give that back when I left the military service, serving Desert Storm in Europe. Um, I came back and wanted to do something positive. God put it on my my heart to say, well, do something with the youth that started you in a positive uh, alternative. And that's what I've done. So now we partner with with many entities. And my mentoring program is National Power Vice Chair. We partner with our National Power for Mentoring Services. Shelby County Schools now, after school summer programs, nutritional components, education components, MP, uh, Shelby County Sheriff's Offices now, uh, and volunteer law enforcement offices volunteer. I mean, it's it's amazing, and I wouldn't I wouldn't um, even begin to to think that there was any hesitation on uh, anyone's part, being it uh, an organization or a law enforcement agency, um, of their buy-in to be a part of this. To say, hey, what can we do? How can we help? Um, which I would imagine has led to uh, the success you're seeing so far. Yes, it has, and thanks to Sheriff Bonner uh, and so many of our partners. Uh, that, that have come on the board wholeheartedly given what they could and what they can and totally believe in what we're trying to accomplish here in Memphis. We believe we, we te- reach them at a youngest age possible, four years old. And hopefully as they grow through the program, they lot, they start they start to learn the positive roles and, and things that they can do in their communities. Have you uh, have you noticed or have you seen rather uh, some of the individuals that you mentioned as, as young as four uh, years of age, but some who have gone through your program um, and and have been a part of this, have they um, uh, returned? Have they decided maybe that they wanted to to help others receive some of the positivity uh, that your organization has give given uh, through being a mentor themselves? Or uh, can you talk a little bit about the give back portion uh, of of the program? 
You know, fortunately, fortunately, we have a very success rate, low turnover when it comes to volunteers and youth. We have a group now, uh, the Odoms, uh, that started with us 30 years ago. Husband, they met as cheerleaders and football players at five and six years old. Now they're married with four kids of their own, right. and they volunteer with the program as we speak as mentors and coaches and things of that nature, and their children as well. I have staff that have been with me since the inception of the program uh, 28 years ago, Rosalind Crawford. So we've done a great job of maintaining and keeping kids and adults exposed to our program. When you talk to, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, uh, we are speaking with Craig Littles. He is the founder and executive director of Memphis Shelby Pally Police Athletic League, a, a tremendous organization. It, 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 it really is. When you uh, uh, and, and some of the folks uh, who are mentors uh, in your program talk to these young people, um, are they are they free to maybe talk to you about maybe some of the things that uh, that 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 may be troubling them or some of the things that they see or or some of the direction that they may be pulled in? I mean, how do you you know how do you kind of get them? I mean, are they do they feel free to have those kind of conversations with 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 you all? Exactly. Uh, thanks to Sheriff Bonner and Memphis City Employees Credit Union and some of the others, they give us a platform to be able to build trust with our kids and our mentors who go through strenuous training and uh, background checks to serve our kids. So we build that trust component so they can have a platform of trust. And that's one of the things our mentoring programs, as well as with the Grizzlies, so we partner with, uh, they build that trust component in there and then mentee, mentee mentor match. Uh, which is very important to get those kids to trust and understand and open up to the things that they may need. Yeah, and I've been a mentor before as 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 well, and I do think that uh, what you said there was key, the trust. They have to be able to trust you. They have to be able to, you know, because they, they can't be themselves around you if they, don't, if they don't trust you and they have hesitancy. You, my friend, have been involved in the community for a very, very long time. It is your, it is your God's gift, I think, and it is your passion. When you see what you see today, when, as, a, as a former law enforcement officer, when you hear some of the stories, when you see uh, what's going on around us today, uh, you know, in our city, um, how does it make you feel? I'm sad, uh, Chip, actually. Uh, just as many positive stories we have, we have just a few negative stories. Uh, it was hurting for us to find out that Saturday, the young man that was shot and killed on Bill Street was a pal kid. Uh, so his mom was a pal kid. Mm. Uh, so it's hurting us dramatically tra tra here. Mm. Uh, and we can't reach every kid the way we want to. But this kid was on his own, enjoying his weekend, minding his own business, and destruction hit him. He wasn't looking for that. He wasn't a bad kid. Mm -hmm. So some kind of way, you know, we have to come together as citizens and, and clergy and, and, and law enforcement officers and positive role models and citizens and try to fight this wholeheartedly as a group. Uh, no one can do it by themselves, uh, and we partner with anyone that wants to partner with Power to help change their mindset. So, if anybody wants to be uh, a part of what it is that you are doing, uh, and, and uh, how can they reach out to you? How can they get in touch with your organization? Give us uh, any kind of contact information you'd like, my friend. Well, Chip, I don't mind giving my phone number. It's been the same since I graduated high school. Nine zero one two four zero six nine two seven is my phone. Uh, they can reach us at Memphis Shelby Powell, our Facebook page, Memphis Shelby Powell, or our website, www.memphisshelbypowell.org. That's P-A-L.org. Craig Littles, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Craig, uh, God bless you, man, for everything that you are doing right in our city uh, in our, and, and trying to save our communities because we sure need more programs like you. 
And uh, you know, you can if you need me for anything, my friend. All you got to do is 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 reach out. Uh, uh, one funny story here before we go. Uh, I hadn't seen him in a while, so recently I was at uh, Wolf Chase Mall getting something to eat, and I, I looked over and and I saw him. You know, we we're both wearing masks, right? So I said, "What's your name?" <laughs> he said, "Craig," and I was like, "Craig." So you know, it was just it was just God God putting us together again, man. But listen, yes, man, God bless you. Thank you again so much for for everything you do, and thank you for coming on Real Talk, man. I really appreciate you. And uh, best of luck as you continue uh, on this fine program. Hey, Chip, thank you. All your guests at Real Talk Memphis. Chip, I'm proud of you as well, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Proud of you. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, man. Take care. All right. All right. You too. Craig Littles, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, great guy. Absolutely great, great guy with a great organization. And if you want to get in touch with him, it's not hard to find him and be a part of doing something good in our community. We're going to take – our second break, and when we come back, uh, we hopefully will be talking to Davina Jones, uh, who is the executive director of Culture Cares. I love that, by the way, Culture Cares. And she's going to be talking to us. Huh? I'm sorry. It's couture. See, here we go. It's not culture. It's couture. Couture Cares. Thank you, Lola. I appreciate that. <laughs> and she's going to talk to us about her signature program, which is her prom closet. This is Real Talk Memphis. I'm Chip. You're, you know, you. And uh, we will be right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest? or have a guest idea. Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. Food scientist Alton Brown returns to the Orpheum with a new culinary variety show on March 16th. Audiences can expect more comedy, more music, more highly unusual cooking demos, and more potentially dangerous sciencey stuff. Prepare for an evening unlike any other, and if Brown calls for volunteers, think twice. For more information, visit orpheum-memphis.com. More than 60 years, Orion has been a trusted financial partner in our community. You can find out all the ways they redefine banking at orionfcu.com. Discover your next favorite artist at the Memphis Songwriter Series at the Halloran Center, hosted by Memphis songwriter Mark Edgar Stewart. On March 17th, Mark and his musical guests will take you on a journey behind their music, share personal stories, and introduce exciting new music. For more information on the Memphis Songwriter Series, visit orpheum-memphis.com. Memphis Listening Lab proudly supports WYXR. They provide a curated collection of music and music history, a forum for music-related talks and performances, and a music education, appreciation, and experimentation space located in Crosstown Concourse. The lab is open Tuesday through Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. You can find out more information on their Instagram page at Memphis Listening Lab or on their website at memphislisteninglab.org.
Support for WYXR, including our 2022 stereo sessions, comes from Archer Malmo, a Memphis-based marketing, digital, PR, and branding agency. Archer Malmo believes the greatest asset of any creative entity is its people and proudly supports WYXR for lifting up Memphis voices for the world to hear. More at ArcherMalmo.com. Orion believes communities work best when they work together. They have been a trusted financial partner in our community for more than 60 years and are committed to giving back in the neighborhoods they serve. You can see how they're redefining banking at orionfcu.com. The University of Memphis is proud to be a founding partner of WYXR. They have recently been named an R1 institution by the Carnegie Classification of Institutions of Higher Education, putting the U of M in the top tier of research universities nationally. This milestone solidifies the university as one of the two flagship public institutions in Tennessee. More information at memphis.edu. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this uh, chilly Monday evening. Chip here with you. Glad to have you along for the ride. And, and I need to regress a little bit. Um, we were talking about the barbecue list here a few minutes ago. And, uh, of course, uh, Jack and, and Lola and, and, and Nicole, none of them none of them agreed with the number one choice, which was, which was Corky's. Uh, and so I, was, I just had to get that clear. But anyway, uh, I see Sarah Gum has joined the conversation. Sarah, good to see you out there. Good to hear from you. And, and uh, Carol... Jubert says it's an awesome show, so God bless you. Good to good to see you and good to hear from you. And it's good to have our next guest on the big broadcast tonight. Uh, she is someone who is dedicated uh, to the community as a whole as well. You see a theme happening here, uh, in particular um, the young ladies, and she has a lot of different programs uh, uh, under her banner, which is Couture Cares. She is the executive director. Her name is Davina Jones. And Davina, thank you for coming on Real Talk. I am happy to have you. Thank you for being thank here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. That, absolutely that. So when I saw, um, you know, I think I'd seen a story or an interview with you about Couture Cares, and uh, I read about uh, one of uh, the signature events uh, that, that you are having, I believe it's this weekend. This Saturday. Uh, this, this coming Saturday. It's called yes. Her Prom Closet. And I just love the concept of, of, of people giving and young deserving ladies, young ladies getting. So uh, having set that up, tell us about the concept of Her Prom Closet. So Her Prom Closet has been around for seven years now. Mm -hmm. And we actually give away prom dresses to high school girls um, along with an experience. We not only give away prom dresses, we have different class sessions for the young ladies, whether it's etiquette, about dating. Uh, we have a guest speaker there. We also give away swag bags, sweets and treats, and Chick-fil-A Mid-South is one of our lunch sponsors. 
So uh, having uh, said all that, and that's quite a bit uh, that you provide, uh, I am sure that one of the biggest assets to your uh, organization is the sponsorships and partnerships uh, that you have uh, that you have developed uh, throughout your time. Talk about that. So our sponsorships, yeah, they've actually been great over the years. Uh, we have sponsorship with Chick-fil-A, like I said. We have sponsorship with Macy's. Um, a lot of our community partners, um, Brown Baptist Church, New Direction Christian Church, um, Shelby County Schools, Memphis Shelby County Schools, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. the city of Memphis mm-hmm. supports us as well, um, our city councilman. And we have a lot of different private donors, the Auto Toy Store, which is a car dealership in Tunica, Mississippi, along with a lot of other private um donors uh dr Derek payne his dentistry office and many more that's a that's a lot of folks uh who want to who want to be involved and you know you talk about uh um, this particular um event of course the opportunity for these young ladies to be able to uh, pick a prom dress and be able to go to the prom i guess for many in high school that is a very very big deal is there yeah. a is there a demand for, for for this in terms of i mean do you, and and, and ha, has there ever been a time when the demand out outweighed the resources that you had yeah it's getting to that point now um our numbers are i think we're about at registration as of today right now we're right right at 275 girls that have registered um, for this event on this upcoming Saturday. Normally what I do, I started off with 25 girls my first year. Right. And I started going up in numbers every single year because the demand started becoming higher and the requests become, you know, started becoming higher with schools and different organizations wanted these young ladies to be able to experience, have this experience from Couture Cares, the prom closet. So I started, um, you know, finding larger venues so these young ladies can actually come. And basically what we do is, we transform a school or a venue into a boutique, whereas it's a basically a pop-up boutique. And we transform the entire place, whether it's the balloons, the dresses, the mannequins, the, you know, the step and repeats or different entities of what makes the prom closet experience. So where is it going to be? Where's what, Locationally speaking, where is it going to be this year? So Saturday, it would actually be at the Hickory Ridge Town Center, which is formerly known as the Hickory Ridge Mall on March the, March the 12th, which is Saturday. And from what time to what time? It would be actually what we have is the young ladies have to register. So they have to text prom 901 to 33777 and they will get a ticket to through Eventbrite for their VIP pass. You got this thing all so The late. doors open it. The doors actually open up at 1030. So naturally they're going to start lining up. But we have two different groups, a group from 10 to 12 and then a 12 to 2 o'clock um, group. So if you're just joining us, ladies and gentlemen, we're speaking with Davina Jones. She is the executive director of Couture Cares. And uh, she's talking with us about her uh, one of her signature events this weekend. You said you had over 200 uh, young ladies. So you, you have enough dresses for, for all these girls? We do, but we are still accepting dresses until Wednesday. <laughs> That's <laughs> all they right. So be, hey, they have to be the new, or they need to be clean. But we I, are accepting dresses because uh, people are still calling us and DMing us and asking how could you know they donate or support the actual event. So we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna let you lay all that out at the end of this. So we're, I, okay. I want I want everybody to have all the information they can because this is an absolutely wonderful, wonderful thing that you are doing uh, for so many of these young ladies out here. You have some other um, um, events and and some other activities that Couture Cares um, is involved in. Tell us about some of the other programs that that you have. 
We actually have a virtual cooking class, which is free for the kids. Um, basically, the kids can actually cook in their own home. We have a chef, Chef Reagan of Ladyfinger Catering is our chef. And we go into, I go into her home and we actually do everything through Zoom. And the kids are actually able to cook with their family, their parents. And we cook a, some type of entree dessert or something once oh, wow. a month. Okay, okay. That yeah, we not only do that, we have scholarships. We have two different types of scholarships that we give out. We give out a purpose scholarship, and that is for high school seniors only. And we have another scholarship in memory of my mother, and that is for junior sophomores and juniors that are majoring in college, that are majoring in education. That's just, now see, that. this is the kind of thing that we so desperately need. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I hastened back a little bit earlier in the conversation when you were talking about uh, her prom, um, her prom closet. And you also talk about teaching etiquette. Uh, how, and I, it, it sounds silly on its face, but I mean, that to me should be extremely important. And one of the Very major important. things of how to, how a young lady should carry herself as a young lady. Talk a little bit about that. So what we do is we bring in um, people that are that that specialize in, in those particular um, areas, whether it's, it's it's how to put put on makeup, you know, the different things to actually wear, what not to wear, how to you know properly wear you know particular undergarments because a lot of the girls do not know, some grown-ups do not know. Mm-hmm. So we have somebody to come in and actually talk to them about those different things, um, just how you're actually presenting yourself, not only what goes you know how you are on the you know the the inside, but what you're presenting on the outside as well because that goes a long way. So you have to think about those particular things. And that's one of the things that we put in our do's and don'ts before coming to this event. You cannot wear any loungewear, any bonnets, any, you know, any pajamas. That is not allowed. If you come to the door like that, we will actually turn you around because that's just one of our rules. I'm not going to allow you to come to this event and just, you know, walk in any type of way. Make sure you are presentable when you come to this this event because that represents you. Amen to that. That now that that's what I'm talking about right there. Teaching young ladies to be young ladies and yes. and, and young yes. women. Okay, so so now I want I want everybody to know uh, who might still be interested um, after listening yes. to this how they can reach out, how they can get in contact. You give us all of the information you want everybody to have. So they can actually learn more about our organization at our website, www.couturecares.org. We are on social, all social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram at Couture Cares TN. Mm-hmm. So that we're not hard to find on Instagram or Facebook. And if they would like to register their daughter, niece, neighbor, church member, granddaughter, they can register this young lady or the young lady can register herself. Mm-hmm. Text prom 901 to 33777. And this event is a free event. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Thank you. And you know what? I, first of all, thank you so much for coming on the show. And thank you and, and, and for the invitation. And before you and before you go, one of your one of your your friends or your Facebook supporters out there said um, they have no idea. They they have no idea all what our executive director does. So I just want you to know, you know props to you <laughs> because of folks that know you out here and they know the good work that you are doing, and uh, I, I really commend you for for everything that you're doing uh, f- for these young folks out here because Lord knows uh, they need all the guidance and help and support that they can get. Yes, and we're trying to provide all those programs and, and, and different events for them so they can actually get a very good experience, and, and hopefully it will you know, go along with them later on in life. 
Davina Jones, Executive Director, Couture Cares. Thank you so much for coming on Real Talk. Uh, I really appreciate you, and uh, best of luck uh, in everything you do now and down the road. Appreciate it. Thank you, and hopefully you can stop by on Saturday just to peek in and see how we do it. I might just do that. You just, you hey, just show up. Show yeah. up, and you'll be surprised. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. I, 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 you know what? So you open it up now. I said I might have to slide over <laughs> Hey, there. I'm inviting anyone that wants to come and see it. It may be a potential donor or a corporate, you know, sponsor that wants to come by and just see what we're doing. Stop by and see it for the, you know, stop by and see it for your own see eyes. See for yourself, absolutely. Davina Jones, thank you for coming on. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. I All appreciate right. it. All right. Well, that was a great segment, ladies and gentlemen. I really enjoyed that. And uh, listen, if you want to, if you want to participate in this, and if you want to donate, or if you want to go by, as she said, to see what's going on, please do. They're going to be out there at Hickory Hill at the old mall out there, so it should be a should be a fun time. We're going to take our final break, and when we come back, hey, it's all about the food. Uh, <laughs> Cynthia Daniels is going to join me right after the break. This is Real Talk Memphis. I'm Chip. We'll be right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. The University of Memphis is proud to be a founding partner of WYXR. They've recently been named an R1 institution by the Carnegie Classification of Institutions of Higher Education, putting the U of M in the top tier of research universities nationally. This milestone solidifies the university as one of two flagship public institutions in Tennessee. More information at memphis.edu. The Brooks is open in Overton Park, home to Memphis art collection since 1916. The Memphis Brooks Museum of Art holds the largest collection of world art in the region, with more than 10,000 works spanning 5,000 years of art and cultures. Remember, every Wednesday is free and open until 8 p.m. They are a proud sponsor of WYXR. For more information about the museum and their exhibitions, visit brooksmuseum.org. You belong at the Brooks. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk on this uh, Monday evening. Chilly uh, out there. Temperatures in the low 40s. If you plan on going out tonight, uh, you might want to take a jacket or a coat with you. If you want to go out tonight and you want to experience some good food at a good restaurant, see see how I just worked that on in there? Uh, we, we have somebody, uh, my next guest, who is going to uh, uh, talk a little bit about all of this. Uh, many of you have heard of Memphis Black Restaurant Week. Well, guess what? It is here, and the chief event strategist behind it all is here as well. Welcome to the show, Cynthia Daniels. Cynthia, thank you for coming on Real Talk tonight. I know this is a busy week for you. I really appreciate it. Oh, I'm happy to be here. It's a lot of great food out there, but I can make time for you, Chip. Well, 
<laughs> well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. So if I read this correctly, it's 28 restaurants uh, with 95 items uh, that you can uh, partake from in the seven days, which started yesterday. Uh, so um, kind of walk us through a little bit about uh, Black Restaurant Week. And first of all, um, you know, uh, how do you pick these folks? I know you've been doing this for a few years now. Do they come to you? What's the, what, what, what is the original concept behind all of this? Um, so the first year was uh, 2016. Um, you know, coming from uh, Atlanta, I recognized Memphis was a foodie town. Yeah. And I saw a lot of other ethnicities being celebrated. But I love black restaurants. I didn't really see anything that celebrated them, um, that had them uh, featured. So I thought, why not create a week-long celebration where we can try all of these hidden jewels in the city? And the the, the niche behind it was you can get two lunch items for $15, three items for uh, $25. And so to start year one with eight restaurants, and now we're at 28. I mean, it has grown tremendously. And it really has been this great economic impact movement around the city. Um, so it's just amazing. You get to try all types of amazing food, meet the owners, and, and fall in love with some of your new 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 favorites, right? Yeah, absolutely. And 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 you know, when I looked at the, uh, briefly looked at the list last night, you have some really great restaurants on there. You know, a lot of the old old favorites that that, that a lot of folks who were from here, you know, have <laughs> have patronized and and know and some of the newer restaurants, you know, a, a, as well. And and I know you you go out and visit some of these some of these spots. Uh, you get a lot of there, there's a lot of publicity behind this, and you're right. That translates into uh, an economic benefit uh, for not only the restaurants but the city as well. Um, I'm sure you've seen that grow uh, the last few years as well, have you not? Oh, absolutely. To know that uh, the first year, eighty-five thousand dollars was spent with eight restaurants, which blew me away. Mm-hmm. I did not think it would be that big. Mm-hmm. To last year. We're bringing in almost five hundred thousand dollars, and that we have to, to attribute to you know delivery apps are now a thing. You know, twenty sixteen that didn't exist, mm-hmm. uh, offering curbside service because we were in the height of the pandemic. So people were able to have multiple options to support their favorite restaurant. So the 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 spending power is really amazing when you think about what we can do if we intentionally go to the same restaurants in one week. You're talking about an economic uh, boon, uh, half a half a million dollars. That, that's a, that's a lot of money, and that's a lot of spending power, and that's a lot of support for these restaurants. And I'm pretty sure that uh, all of them appreciate uh, the support um, that that uh, you've given them with this particular um, event. Um, but really, the community it's 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 a twofold thing because the community also benefits from from specials and things like that, and maybe gets getting a chance to go to a lot of these restaurants that maybe they have heard of, but they hadn't had a chance to visit. Am I correct? Yes, that is correct. And here's the thing with some of the black restaurants, they really don't have the same marketing dollars as right. their your counterparts, right? right? So that's really why they're hidden treasures because they can't promote themselves. They can't go to the radio station. They can't go to the TV station. So this is an opportunity for them to get in front of all of the media outlets at one time. And people, again, discover these restaurants that have been here forever. I never forget Evelyn Olive last year was their first time participating. Yeah. You know them, I know them for yes. years, yeah. but people literally said, oh, is this their, are they new? Did they just open up? And sometimes those restaurant owners assume everybody knows about them and that's just not the case. And so they learned that during Black Restaurant Week, how important it is to have that 
presence in the community to let people know you're there. We are speaking with Cynthia Daniels. She is the chief event strategist uh, behind uh, Memphis Black Restaurant Week and uh, several other high-profile events uh, in this city as well. One in particular uh, that I, 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 I check out is the 40 Under 40, which is a concept that she came up with. And you have a few other uh, events uh, that are becoming signature in the city of Memphis and the county of Shelby. Tell us about that. Oh, wow. So you're right. I absolutely have uh, top 40 under 40 urbanly professionals. I actually just launched Black Opulence this weekend. Um, I wanted to find a place for Black chefs in the community. Um, they always want to be part of the restaurant week, but they don't have that brick and mortar. So I created a space for them. And the ticket sold out in, in nine days. So I thought, oh, <laughs> this might be something. So um, it was very well attended. People love meeting different chefs in the community. I do a food truck festival. So this will be my sixth one uh, this year, this Sunday, uh, to kind of culminate Black Restaurant Week. So Soulful Food Truck Festival is the best food trucks in the city, a lot of great vendors, and uh, Soulful Music. That's where the name comes from. Uh, then you've got New Year's Eve Party Life. You've got Elixir. Uh, I could go on and on, Chip, yeah, but I just yeah. like to create cool things. Yeah, yeah, they're all real cool. I mean, you're 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 becoming the thing in this town, man. I tell you, if 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 you get if Cynthia Daniels gets behind you and you get a part, be a part of that, yeah, you're doing pretty pretty well. Now this did this deal with uh, on Sunday, the culmination of all of this with the food trucks. Food trucks are becoming huge, like nationwide. I mean, I, I'm a big diners, drivers, and dives fan. Uh, and and and, okay. I, and whenever oh, yeah. he does whenever he does something on food trucks, I'm I'm really interested. But how big a thing is that that you've seen? It's huge. You know, <laughs> I also think about um, the first year we had about seven food trucks, and to now we have about uh, thirty eight. It's 38. amazing to see the growth when it comes to the food truck community. Thirty eight? Did you say thirty eight? Yes. Wow, that's, that's 38 black owned food trucks. So you're right. It it is incredible. It absolutely is. And it gives them a home. I don't know if you've ever paid attention to other food truck events, but you really don't see African American uh food truck owners. You that's typically true. see them at the end of the night when the club lets out. Not that you're at the club mm -hmm. parking lot too, but uh, definitely letting them uh, know that they don't have to just be out late nights and at gas stations. This is a festival that celebrates them, so they really do enjoy it. So where's that going to be held, Cynthia? That's going to be at Tiger Lane from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., and it's family-friendly. I'll have games and things for the kids as well. The whole family can come down and have a good time and eat some great food. Wow. You know, this is, you know, you and I have, uh, I mean, I've known you for a while. This is really the first time we've had a chance to speak, but I've always been very, very impressed uh, with how you do what you do the way you do and the support you give so many in this community. And they seem to have really supported you back in terms of your efforts. And, and so I want to really commend you, um, you know, on, on, on that. And I'm pretty sure that you know, you're always thinking, so I'm pretty sure that there'll be some more events and some concepts that you'll be coming up with down the road <laughs> pretty soon. Absolutely. Yeah, but listen, thank you so much for everything that you do uh, for the city uh, and and for 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 the this week in particular, uh, the the Black Restaurant uh, Week, and of course, um, 
just all of the events that you have put together, that you have created to help lift and empower uh, all of us. Uh, very much appreciate that and very much appreciate you. Thank you for coming on Real Talk. I really appreciate you. Thank you. I had a blast. It's a pleasure to connect with you. Absolutely that. And look, all the best of luck uh, this week and uh, this the weekend as well. Well, um, ladies and gentlemen, that um, about puts a wrap on the big broadcast tonight. This has been a really, really good show. I have enjoyed each and every one. And, of course, uh, now I'm hungry because, uh, you know, talking to Cynthia and talking about all this food is, is <laughs> in the 7 o'clock. And I haven't eaten yet, so it's time to t- 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 take care of that. But, uh, listen, um, I, I am, I am uh, eternally grateful for, for, uh, for all of uh, the folks who um, I call and they say yes to come on this show. Uh, it, it really makes me feel good. And as Jack plays us out, um, I am, uh, you know, once again uh, – very grateful to uh, Craig Littles, Davina Jones, and Cynthia Daniels for joining me tonight. And for you, the Real Talk audience, which I think is growing a little bit out here, I think you guys are starting to pick, pick up on this broadcast. But look, like, follow, share, and subscribe to Real Talk Memphis. Uh, a lot of you, everybody out here knows about podcasts. And a lot of you subscribe to podcast platforms. We are on every podcast platform in this country so wherever you are just hit a button and subscribe and uh, you know we'll try to do our best each and every week to to make sure that uh, you stick with us uh so uh if the lord says so we'll be back here at the same time the same station i'll be back in the same seat with my same crew so for nicole for lola for jack i'm chip and i'm out have a great week